Let's talk digital courses and what I've learned in the past three years. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, 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 welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan, a fellow freelancer. So glad you're listening today. First off, thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I know you have so many options out there, and I strive so hard to bring you tips to help you in your own independent contractor, freelancer, virtual assistant, marketing, services, business. So thank you. If you love this episode, if you love my podcast, I'd appreciate a review If you could hit subscribe, if you could share anything on social for proof, I would love it and be so grateful, and that helps me out tremendously. Also, just hearing from you just makes me feel good and lets me know I need to keep going, and it's helping. So thank you, thank you. This podcast is to help other freelancers or people, go-getters, curious about working online to have the courage to jump in, but I love to share insight into this online world so you can get smarter, get the clients get the pay raises, command higher fees, get the better clients, and really build a life where you have this beautiful thing called flexibility to pursue your own passions and your relationships and have work, a work-life balance. For me, as a mom of four, this is very important. So thank you for joining me. Today, I want to talk all about my digital course and my experience launching that and give you some tips if you want to position yourself down the road to have this revenue stream of a course. Now, first of all, I have to give you the background story. I've been freelancing. I've worked with over 100 clients. At some point, I lost count. I was actually going through my old personal Google Drive and finding all these client records. I'm like, I should just add these up again but I also don't need to go down that rabbit hole. But at one point, I started working for Jennifer Allwood. A lot of you know that. This was back before she had launched her first digital course. She was a furniture painter and blogger, and I got on board very early helping with a media kit and just opened a lot of doors to help her with marketing. And I was with her through her book deal, through her million-dollar launch and all of that, and eventually I had to step away. But it was not easy. I made a phone call with lots of tears and stepped away from her team. It was a year my husband was gone on a one-year remote. I had four kids, didn't live near family. I was trying to balance her 20 hours a week plus my client work and some personal drama happening. And I just felt like my life was falling apart. It was just a horrible timing. And so I had to step away and she needed more. But at one point, it was just me, her, and an admin um, assistant, Vicky, who I love dearly. God bless Vicky and her cats, her gorgeous cats. And I was doing Jennifer's marketing. And it came time where we needed to add somebody else to the team. It was becoming too much. We would work with occasional freelancer or specialist to help do something like build a project, Facebook ads or something like that. But I was doing a lot of the email list building. And some of the responsibilities just ended up stacking up and we needed to hire somebody for help. And we brought on somebody to the team who we thought knew what she was doing. And it turns out she really didn't know anything about blogging, content marketing, and SEO. She was very strong in some other areas. And I just had this shocking moment where, oh my God, how can you call yourself this? 
and not know the basics of SEO and the strategy behind what we're doing and all this stuff. And I said this to my teammate's face. And of course, I helped her and I taught her how to do it. I taught her everything I learned as far as SEO that I had learned on my own from the School of Hard Knocks and Resourcefulness. And I taught her. And as I was doing that, and I love her dearly, I just thought this isn't right. I'm giving away my intellectual property, knowledge, my shortcuts, my systems, the way I do it. And the thing that is very coveted by a lot of people in this space, especially when you say words like SEO. And I just thought, oh my God, Emily, you're sitting on a mountain of gold here in your brain. You've got to get it out. And somewhere around then, I was starting to bring on teammates to help me with some of the client work. I was getting inundated. As soon as online business owners found out I had this dream skill set of knowing marketing and online business, I was getting bombarded. Everybody wanted me to come work for them. I was turning people down. And so I started to teach a couple friends how to do things. So right at the same point, I had taught the teammate what to do and helped her get up to snuff and understand the intricacies of it and little tricks you do in SEO, which by the way is now in my Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School because that is the basis of marketing. It's like the keyword research in SEO. I started teaching my teammates my methods and I was able to say yes to more clients. I was able to help more clients because they were so desperate to find somebody like me and there was just not enough. And this was only four years ago, guys. And I know the world has exploded a lot since then, but this skill set is so in demand. And as I was doing this, it was kind of all coming together. I'm sitting on a gold mine of information. I can help more people and I can only onboard so many teammates before I hit my capacity. And it was a tough year. Eventually, I had eight women working for me and I am not good with the people management. I had too many children, too many random things happening in my life. I had a lot of driving I was doing that year with the different schools and daycares. And I realized managing an agency was not where I needed to be. I realized Jennifer's 20 hours of work a week were too much. She needed more. And I realized I'm sitting on a course. That was my aha moment. And everything, I had started to train my team and pull out things like, this is what I would do for the weekly newsletter. This is what I'll do for the weekly blog. And I just started training and documenting it. I was doing it in Loom which was great, but the tech quality was poor. So I was recording things, but it it wasn't the quality to share things. I hadn't quit Jennifer's team yet, but this was the first step that I want you to hear me out. If you are a freelancer and you have a certain method for doing things, you want to set yourself up in the future. And this works, of course, for your clients. You can give your clients this advice too. Start documenting that. Start working on your signature method. Start getting everything out of your brain, your intellectual property, so you can trademark it, so you can package it as a course. That was a big deal. And eventually those trainings that I made for my teammates became my first course. And I went all in with a signature course. It was a big doozy. I feel like when somebody was starting, much like my teammate on Jennifer's team, they needed a solid understanding of digital marketing before they just started doing the work. Like they needed that baseline. It was taking too much to onboard and get her up to speed. And so that was my original aha with the course. There's a couple other little side stories I've said on the podcast you might have heard where I originally got this idea. But this whole time I was on Jennifer's team, I just remember thinking I could never be like her. She worked so hard. She's so likable. 
She has such a good, clear message. She had come from an industry where she was well-known. She had done the marketing game right. And I was watching her. And for years, I'm like super happy in my sweet spot supporting her. But I thought I could never do that. I don't want to do that. I didn't want her business. And eventually it came clear to me I actually did have something to share. I thought I had nothing to say, nothing to share, that I could never be in that situation. I got to tell you guys, the end of this month, this podcast is coming out pretty much middle August. I am speaking at a conference virtually this year. Maybe next year it could be in person, hint, hint. But I'm replacing Jennifer. Last year they had Jennifer speaking and this year they asked me to come speak on this certain topic somewhat related. And it's just like a pinch me moment. Like I've come full circle. But I just remember being the girl behind the scenes that like I will never do this. And if you know me, anytime I say never, I never, I always end up eating my words and doing it. I will never let the kids eat in the car. I will never get married in college. (laughs) I can think of so many examples like that. So here I am now. I've launched my course in the beginning of 2019. I was still working with Jennifer and I just went all in and I launched my course. I called it the Digital Media VA Crash Course. So a lot of times the VA Crash Course. It was interesting because down the road, somebody ended up stealing the VA Crash Course name. Crash Course has become kind of popular, but I really wanted this quick start for somebody who was smart like I was, who just needed the quick dose what do I need to know, and could run with it. And I did run into a trademark issue. And as some of you know, I had to relaunch it this year under a new name. I really had to get deep about what my person was and what they were doing. And it was never a VA. I was trying to really target the digital marketing assistant. And so we're going all in with that. And that's why the new course is called Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. And this is really level one. It is like getting an online marketing degree. You can walk out of this course being a coordinator, an assistant, a specialist, and very, very quickly move up the ladder to be anything you want related without a four-year expensive $80,000 marketing degree. It was really interesting. After I launched the course, I didn't have a huge list. I didn't have anything. I didn't have any of these assets. I might have started a blog, but the SEO you know, snowball hadn't started going yet like it is now. And I'm so glad I started. I launched very small. I had about 20 people buy. I think I had about 60 people on my list. So if you calculate and crunch those conversion numbers, oh, baby, that's really good, right? I've talked about this on another podcast. I gave it at a stupid low rate because I knew I was nobody and I just needed to get that first cycle of people in, get them jobs, pass on jobs, get them a success, and I could get that going. It was never about the money. That first launch was about proving the model, jumping in, figuring it out. And I ended up having to re-record all of those tech lessons because that's when I learned like the tech quality really matters. So I had about 20 people. But let me tell you this, that beta offer I gave, I had a bunch of people take the course who never did anything with it. And they had the backgrounds. They had the knowledge to do it. And I had a couple friends in that cohort They never did anything with it, but all it took was the six go-getters out of the 20 who ran with it to do well to make it work. And it's interesting because now that I'm involved in launching, a lot of what we do is the pre-work, the mindset work. I'll be going into my pre-launch for the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School here at the end of the month. I mean, technically, I'm already seeding it right now, but 
it's interesting because a lot of the work we have to do gets people in the right mindset to do it. And I was just telling a teammate that I don't want to be like everyone else, guys. I don't want you to have to do some crazy NLP tapping to feel confident in yourself enough to buy my course. I don't want to sell you something you don't want, you won't use, and you won't ever, ever get your money back on. So sometimes I look back at those, let's say, probably, I can do math, 14 people who didn't really run with it, but they got it for so low. I don't even want to tell you what the price they paid. So I realized with that first cycle that pricing was everything. You price too low and you attract the wrong people. It's because they're they're doing it for the wrong reason. Sometimes they see a low price and they feel like, ah, oh, I got to get it now or the price will go up. It depends how you use these marketing tactics. I think it was so low, I got people who were Neh, not really that serious, but would kind of take a meander at it and see, well, that didn't serve me in my business. I'm not getting testimonials. I'm not getting people through the finish line. That's not what I needed. I gave it away too low. I don't regret that. It was a good learning lesson. Like I said, I got a bunch of go-getters in the group that made it worth it, that got the ball rolling. Now, this is a lesson. I'm seeding in course lessons here for you to use for yourself if you can't tell and for your clients. But pricing is everything. You've got to price high enough where people value it and show up. It's kind of like a free mastermind, a free meetup. Once it's free, or like your trainer, At the gym, you pay somebody, that way that trainer keeps you accountable and you show up. I'm thinking about doing some yoga once the kids go back to school. And I was just saying, I'm going to just buy the two a week for a studio because that will make me show up because I'm not going to want to waste my money, right? I need that accountability. So I learned that pricing something so low, you get the wrong people. And I know the price of my course, it can be steep for some of you. It's $24.97 for the 16 weeks we're together for the entire business you get to build for all the client referrals and the profitable marketable skill set, which will pay off for life. Like I believe in that price now. Emily, four years ago, three years ago when I was starting this course stuff, (laughs) I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. And this is also why I do payment plans because the go-getters will figure it out, right? Okay, let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists, who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and -and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. So this kind of ties into one of my lessons 
You cannot be responsible for everyone's success. You can do the best course possible. You can put all the goods in there. Someone's always going to be not happy with something or have a missed expectation. But you have to detach from people's results because you can't make people have the right psychographic, the right attitude, the right can-do spirit. You can't make people have a good work ethic. They've got to dig deep and find that in themselves. So that was a big lesson in my course. It's been frustrating for me if I can be totally transparent with you because I give the keys to the castle away. Like I said, an entire business with your first clients handed to you, and I'll still see people not move forward. So it's just interesting. A couple lessons I've learned in general. Pricing's everything. You can't be responsible for everyone's success. And this is all stuff you can give to people, talk to with your clients when they're going through this. Another thing I learned very early, which I saw Jennifer doing, and I thought, I don't have the energy for this. I'm a nobody. This will never happen for me, is you need to start building your audience now. You've got to. This is how you set yourself up. Even if you're freelancing, even if you don't see this future, I mean, it helps to get clear on what you're going to do down the road, but you've got to get you and your clients to grow your own audiences. This is the best thing you can do is start an email list, start a freebie related to your services or get someone primed to work with you or maybe someone primed who will want to learn from you because you can be a freelancer teaching something you did well that you've gotten success with and you can teach that. My friend Brenna McGowan, she is teaching pre-launching. So she does this for clients. She does really well at it. And now she's coaching small groups of other freelancers and business owners to do the same. Like this is not revolutionary here, but sometimes it's just so hard to think about all the pieces. So if you are thinking, hey, I need to grow my audience, I encourage you to check out my mentor, Amy Porterfield. She has the List Builder Society. I'm going to drop the link down here in the show notes. It's an evergreen program to help you start building your list. Everyone should be doing this right now, no matter where you are, because you need to give yourself options. The beautiful thing about a course is you can start to create revenue while you are pulling out of the one-to-one clients. You can start to create the products that can make money while you sleep, ideally. It's a lot of work still, but even more, like I talked about at the beginning, it's so you can help more clients and more people when you get tapped out. You can offer people a product to help them move the needle on their own if they're not a good fit, if you don't have the capacity, or you want to get them ready to work with you. Maybe there's some foundational work they need to do. Just think about an ads manager that came to mind. Not everyone's ready for those sales ads. So what are the things they should be doing before they start doing the sales ads and working with you? That could be your course to prime the pump, really. So go check out List Builder Society again in the show notes. It's a very good program that will help you cover your bases and help you apply the work to your clients. It's taken a while to build an audience, even with ads. It takes knowing your messaging, having the right offers, the right lead magnets. It takes showing up on social. It is not easy. And I knew it wasn't. I watched Jennifer do it. And that's why I thought I could never do it. And I thought no one would want to pay attention to me. Guys, I have adult acne. I'm 41. I'm a little overweight. I've got saggy face. I've got crooked teeth. <laughs> I'm super awkward. Somebody was making fun of my voice recently online. I'm like, I know I'm not perfect, but I've got my people, guys. I get all all the awkward people, all my nerds out there, (laughs) 
we're together in this. I call them the misfits. I'm really good at getting the misfits together. So if you're listening to this, you're like, hell yeah, cheer me on, please. And if you don't like me, please, you don't even need to listen to this podcast. We don't even need to go there. So yeah, I kind of thought like I could never be here. But look, I'm forming my own my own blessing of unicorns. It's not amazing. The behind the scenes girl who didn't think she had anything to say is doing it. You can do it. Absolutely. It's just going to take time. I want to be realistic about that. So another thing about courses that is also painful once you get in there and you get over the the ignorant stage where everything's bliss, it requires a lot of updating. I learned that really hard this year. I was updating my VA crush course into the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School, updating all of the lessons, and especially in my field where things change so fast, guys, that was painful. I have eight modules covering funnel building, email marketing, social media marketing, affiliate marketing, blogging, SEO, and your own business, plus Facebook Community Manager. I had to take Pinterest, YouTube, live webinar support out of this course. It was just too much. I had to listen to people. They're like, it's too much. I know everyone needs it, but it's too much. So I put those other bonus trainings over in my work group. But it requires a lot of updating, and that's something you don't really think about. It's not just one and done and lives forever. So if you are thinking about a course, I encourage you to start smaller because the size of my course made it really hard to update. I encourage you to do something that's more timeless, that will last you a little longer. A lot of times we use the word evergreen, so you can kind of use it year-round. I encourage you to think about that for your first course. So... One of the reasons I've been so successful with my course over the years, and I can remember getting that first paycheck from the first launch, you guys, I think it was $1,200, $1,600, something like that. I remember getting that paycheck from Jennifer right when I was fizzling out with Jennifer, got my last paycheck, and my Kajabi payout was more than my paycheck with Jennifer. I was like, this is amazing. This feels good. And I'm going to be honest, I have straddled doing the client work because I love the client work. I'm straddling this course business world. Uh, if I could do anything differently, I would have started with a smaller course, more on Evergreen, and I would have put all of my audience building eggs into that basket. It took me a while because I was still figuring out my person. I was still figuring out my messaging and my product. But now if I were coming out of the gate like you as a freelancer, I would absolutely start documenting what you're doing, how you're doing it, and start with those mini courses under $500. Start going with it and start selling it to the clients who aren't ready for you, can't afford you, are more of the DIYer clients that you don't want to work with anyway. You want the clients who want to hire you done for you, right? So have that as your option. I hope this episode was helpful. I kind of wanted to unveil the curtain a little bit for you. And I want to tell you also, Amy Porterfield has another really good lead magnet. So if you're listening to this, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the thought of having an evergreen course and passive revenue. I love this whole idea. We all need multiple revenue streams. And unfortunately, affiliate marketing doesn't really work until you have an audience. So you got to build your audience. Hello, List Builder Society. But what do you make your course on? How do you decide what that is? What if you're good at a lot of things like I was? What is that thing for you? I mean, this kept me spinning in my head for a while because I couldn't figure it out. And it finally took me showing up to a conference and a pretty much a stranger, a business peer, pointing it out in myself for me to see it. 
I want to help you speed up the process. My mentor, Amy, has a freebie for you. It's called Three Steps to Uncover Your Secret Sauce for Making an Impact and Generating Revenue. It's called What's Your Thing? She's going to help you know exactly what to offer, what to build your course on, to help you uncover what your secret sauce is. Je ne sais quoi pas. What is your special thing that will make you different? This is really hard. And like I said, it's really hard for me. This is a free guide. It will help you hone in your sweet spot, kind of go through your interests, your expertise, and what your audience actually needs and what people are willing to pay for and help you find that thing so you can start to prepare yourself for this course because it's coming. If you're a go-getter, if you're in my audience, you're hungry for this, if you're able to do this for your clients, you start helping them make money. You could be in a situation like I was where you see the million dollar mark come in with Jennifer's launch and you think, man, I need to get a piece of this pie for myself. I need to set my family up. I need to set me up. Then this is the way to go. So go download the What's Your Thing Again, in the show notes, it's going to really help you out. And I have really exciting news. Guess who's coming on the show next week? Are you following me on Instagram at Emily Reagan PR? Amy Porterfield's coming on the show. I'm going to pick her brain about the freelance journey. She started just like us doing the client work, how she pulled out of it, and how to know if you're ready for a course and go deeper into what we just talked about today. So yeah, I was setting her up for success with this podcast. I also wanted to talk about my course and what I've learned and be very, very truthful with you about it because it's not all easy. But let me tell you, when you help somebody change their life, and in my particular situation, help them learn skills that make them employable, hireable, that make them money, when you start changing lives, God, that feels good feels so good. It's better than any dollar sign. All the thank yous I get from women who switched their careers, who got back to the workforce, who started making money, who could leave bad situations, who could feed their kids, who could use their brain and get out of the mom fog. All of those reasons. The teachers who didn't want to go back to the classroom, the business owners who are working too much, who wanted to be home with their kids, all of it. I've seen it all. And that's just from the souls who've taken my course and worked with me. It feels so good. And I know that you are a helper and you're going that way too. So I encourage you to get that freebie, brainstorm your thing, figure it out. Okay. Thank you for turning in. I know this is a long one. I will see you next week on the show with my super awkward self and Amy Porterfield. Bye for now. Just kidding. That's how Amy says it. Toodaloo. <laughs> If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services.
Okay, sorry about that. I had to go back and figure out what the heck I was saying.